Anyways, all right. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, so, two Raiders and a Ranger walk into a bar. Who wins? The Ranger. Us. I don't know. Ranger. <laughs> we do. Like, That's why we win. It's two against one, Joe. I mean, like Fine, we win Michael's the bar. Lawrence. All three of us, oh, we win the bar. Oh, that's true. Us against the bar. That would it. It would be a bad day. Joe's like that. Everybody. Joe's like that. Just sounds fun. It's, it's <laughs> can Is we just do, can we just do that just for fun? So is that happening tonight? I mean, um, let's do Squire tomorrow. We all <laughs> do, yeah do that tonight and then do Squire. Well, we're going tonight. It's it's a pretty mild place, so I don't think we need to. We break out the big guns. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, I, right before we started, Joe said this is the first time he's ever done this. So if he's if he's awkward through this podcast, this is, that's the reason why. Just to set me up for success there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he's already uh, staying away from the mic a little bit. He's, he seems a little shy from the mic. Sorry. Well, Rangers are you know shy people. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so that people can hate even more, they're gonna. Ha- oh, I, yeah, I gotta, I gotta say, it. I'm just gonna say it because we talk, we use bad language in here. So earmuffs, if or turn this off, you're not doing it. But Joe, did you know because you did the project, you are a beta cuck. Cuck. Come tell me to my face. I'll rip your fucking face off. That's, that. That's, that. That's, that. That's the thing. That's the thing. Like, they can say all they. What want. is that? What is that second word? I've I've heard that Cuck. a lot. Cuckold. Yeah, what is that? It's uh, like a, go ahead, Joe. I, if I, I could be wrong, but I think it's, it's I could be wrong. One of those guys who likes to watch another guy with your wife. Bingo, oh. bingo. Is that it? Yeah, is that it? Is it? Yeah. So the guys that like like to sit in the corner and watch your wife get banged by another dude. Yeah. So yeah, yeah earmuffs. Guys. Fucking tell Sorry. me, like, come tell me that. Yeah, that's that's, the thing. that's in, that's in the com- that. that's in the comments. Yeah. I have I to go shit. Google those definitions. Yeah. I don't know. Like so for those that don't know, Joe was, uh, I met Joe at the project at class 16, um, to, uh, which is, was to date the hardest class. Everybody says, let's keep it that way. Let's keep it that way. I, I concur. Cause I don't ever want to do one of those classes again. <laughs> I was like, this sucks. I almost rang the bell at the beach. I'm like, this is horrible, man. That was rough. That was rough. That was the wet one. Bro. They, yeah. they were, I don't. I don't even know how they survived, to be honest. It was bad. Ask him. Uh, trend. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, it. It just... It just sucked. You just go. Yeah, but it was, it was pretty gnarly weather. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to throw Mario into the bus, but... Here we go. Cake walk Mar- the next class? Mario had some, de- some good weather. You, you had some good weather. Yeah, no, I did have good weather. It's easy yeah. to be a butterfly when there's sunshine. Do you know... So, it's, it was funny... Anyways, I met Joe there. I saw his tat. I grabbed your arm. I was like, all right, we'll see what this means. I was kind of rooting for you at the beginning, though. I, 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 you probably know that. Um, anyways, and then you end up graduating company honor grad. Yes, or not sir. company honor. Class honor grad. Wow. Yeah. Taking it back. Taking it back, yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Um, how did that happen? How did it take honor grad? Yeah. Because you were pretty quiet. Uh, same oh, with Mario. Initially. Mario was initially pretty quiet, too. Well, in the beginning, yeah. he just let the shit wash itself out. Mm-hmm. You know? just yeah. like, I'm not going to try to lead men who aren't going to want to be led, who aren't willing to <laughs> yeah. be led. I'm just going right. to let them leave. And then when it when it turns on and somebody needs to step up. Yeah. Okay. Here I am, guys. Yeah. You know, pull your shit together. Yeah. And uh, I kept class leader for almost a day. <laughs> it was huge. <laughs> yeah. It was huge. Yeah. It was huge. And, you did, uh, too, right? The last day? Pretty much? Yeah. yeah I... I 
I think once they, um, I think it was like towards the last day, they just let me have the yeah the bracelet the whole time. The, uh, yeah, yeah. Ray Ray took it off me, the bracelet off me. We were getting dunked again before we went back to the pit, and I didn't completely submerge myself in the last one, and he caught me. Yeah. And I was running off. Was that a calculated non non yeah, submersion? Absolutely intentional. <laughs> it was thirty two degrees outside. You know, I'm a, I want to jump in a fucking ice bath and then go crawl in dirt for another four hours. You know, it's like, well, I can I can make this up. You got you, know? you got to get you got to get where you can get right. Yeah, and and we're running off as Calvin Brault and I, and uh, he's a house of a man, a monster. He's a monster. He's a monster. Um, and Ray yells, "Hey, big guy!" And I thought I was talking to Calvin, and so we both were. You, know, you had to keep your battle buddy with you. We both ran over there, and he, he said, he asked me, did you did you completely submerge yourself? I says, yes, instructor. <laughs> fuck. And I knew as soon as I said yes, like, fuck. I fucked up. I fucked up. He said, like, turned around. I turned around. He touched the back of my head. He turned me back around. He took the brace off. He said, don't ever fucking lie to me again. That hurt more than that disappointing Ray yeah. was huge to me right in that moment. Because, yeah. like, fuck. Like, I know I let myself down. I know I let him down. I, you know, it's just because it's that, that a lot of, aspect that you're just, yeah. you're there to suffer. Why are you trying to minimize your suffering? Well, and, and I think we come from a, we come from a world where um, you kind of have to, if you're not cheating, you ain't trying yeah. kind of thing. Well, it's, it's so survival. much fucked up shit. Yeah. 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 Irregardless, you're going to get your dick pushed in. Yeah. Countless, countless times like, over and over again. There's no right answer. No, ever. never, ever, <clears throat> ever, ever. It's just... And I don't, I don't know, man. I just, I did, and I, what I did, and then I lied, and then as soon as I lied, it, my gut just like, why, yeah. why, dude, why, you know? But that happened to Manti too at class eighteen. I remember. What did he, he say? He did the same thing. He had an integrity violation thing, mm. and nobody even caught him. He said it fucked him up for like half the project. Mm-hmm. He was like, it was like, he's a good dude, man. he was, like, yeah, he's a good, he's a good, he's dude. A good guy. He, he said it like ate his soul. He said, he's like, man, it, he almost like broke up at the table, remember? Mm. He was like, dude, it ate my soul. Because I knew. I have a confession? Yeah, yes, he almost did that. He almost, he almost had to go. He's that guy, though. Yeah. He's that guy. Yeah, yeah. He's a good dude, man. Anyways. Um, so it was like funny. We were trying to see who the who the class honor grad for 18 was. Because like after that, we hired you as a coach for the Agogi. And then Mario graduated honor grad. And we hired Mario uh, through a you tournament events. Listen, I would love for Ortiz to work for me, but I'm actually scared of Ortiz. So, good. So good. He forces you to level up. I, I know. Mean, it's a good thing. Uh, so when Ortiz, when Ortiz, uh, when I when he showed up, because I always check for ears. So That's always, the first thing I noticed. Yeah. As if, if I, I go down the line, I just check for like cauliflower. I'm like, who's going to be a problem? You know what I mean? Who's the who's the D one wrestler in the group? That's you know, or the, hide himself. A yeah, can. you're right. Yeah, they can't. There's no great man in that. Aspect. You know what I mean? And dude, <laughs> have you ever seen the uh, the meme of like the cauliflower ears that like they try to put an AirPod in, and it's like there's no there's like there's like the hole is like this big. You know what I mean, no, I bro? I don't I don't know how Matt can hear. <clears throat> his his ears are so bad. And uh, so, anyways, I'm doing the pat down. Right, we're checking him, making he doesn't have any contraband before he gets into, you know, before he's gently put into the van by Steve, and um, and I, I'm like doing it. I'm like, yo, you're gonna be a fucking problem. He's like, no, sir. I said, you're gonna be a problem. He he's like, yeah, he wasn't a problem. <laughs> Even one time we were like trying to manhandle him. And I'm he, not the, resisting. And he, yeah, he, he's like, well, that's when he when he came into that <laughs> FTX. I was yeah, like, fuck yeah, I'm not. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm not I'm resisting. Slam this motherfucker. Right? I'm not resisting. And yeah. I was like, and he made it. So I was like, oh well. The one guy <laughs> yeah. I was looking forward to was like the one guy because he knows smart, the deal. He's smart about yeah. it. Yeah. 
You know, he didn't do it like I did. Yeah, just <laughs> beat, like, beat for two minutes. You know? But Byron jumped on you, right? I went after Byron first, and then Byron got me, and then Steve stepped in, and that's when I threw in the towel. Yeah. Because, you know, Steve, Steve. Well, he's probably, he probably had like 47 knives on him. And, he had 47 know. knives. He probably hit me 47 <laughs> times in my kidneys. You know? He does like those kidney shots, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he had, yeah, he had pillows, though, on his hands. Yeah, yeah Tom DeBlas wants to fight Steve. Um. Steve, I gotta. If you're listening, I gotta set this uh, sparring match up with you and Tom. Mm. He says you can't you can't hold mitts, and he wants to teach you how to be a real man in the in the ring. I think Steve would take that. I think he would too. Steve's Steve's always down for a challenge. Yeah, I'll see Steve not not taking that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm but he's taking that. Yeah. he's I mean, pretty smart too. He, he he even said like, there have been plenty of times where I like you know fuck this, I'm out. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, I'm, not, I'm not dealing with this fucking guy. So man, he might do it, and then be like, oh fuck, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. Um, anyways, so, um, yeah, that was a fun, that was a fun class other than just horrible weather the entire time. Um, but to get people to really understand, like you are not a, like you're not a pussy. No. Right. And everybody, all the comments, you see all the comments are on, especially that last one with the railroad tracks with, with that Steve posted. You see that one? I I, I dipped out of that one. When I saw the airsoft guy talking shit, I was like, man. Motherfucker, you play army. You're a grown ass man running around with toy guns playing. Not that there's anything wrong with airsoft. I think it's cool, but like, shut the fuck up. So you were two. Time. You were two seven five ranger. Yes, sir. So tell people tell people what that is. Uh, America's premier raid force. Uh, yeah, the strongest overall collectively unit. If you want muscle, if you want a city destroyed, I'd back that statement. Yeah, you, yeah. you take the ranger regiment. If if it's complete annihilate, like total war, it's a wrecking ball. Just drop them and a couple of marine companies, pff, done. It's game, done. It's Take a, over an entire country. Yeah, you know, two marine companies. I assume that we talked. We, we talked about this uh, with but what's yeah, same, what's yeah. going Tired, on, yeah. what's going on over in uh, Israel right now. And I was like, dude, that's all you need to do. Get, well, the, the, do a center ranger regiment, center ranger regiment, and a battalion over like, there. The amount of uh, what's the word? Collateral damage. Yeah, would be astronomical oh you'd have to be it'd have to be like it, hey it's listen bad now yeah you'd have you let loose the 75th ranger regiment over there and, and just say off their collar here's the line clear it's we can't do that man there's like, so many people innocent people are gonna get we killed. can't you well that's why i say like you, you do it like fallujah you're like hey listen you, have, you, yep. you have 24 hours to get to leave to yeah. leave anybody who's left it's game on yep you're done <laughs> just yep here's the line go to this line anyway so you did that uh, what years? Uh, 03 to 07. 03 to 07. Oh, fun years. Yeah. yeah. We're still kicking off. <laughs> yeah. We're still a lot of bad guys. Um, yeah, we were, over in the, we were over in Iraq at the same, the same time, right? Some, some Similar times? I assume. Um, yeah. quite I was bit. in Fallujah. All that. I didn't do Fallujah. I know, but we were, we were there. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, so my, my point being is this. And then you've got, you've, you've got a, a successful career outside of, very successful career outside of the military. Mm-hmm. Um. Why why on earth would a two seven five ranger go do the project then? Missing something. Yeah. Had a great job. Beautiful wife. Beautiful son. Something was missing. Mm-hmm. I must I was behind four computer screens at the office, twelve, thirteen, fourteen hours a day. Just not bred for that, man. Like I needed to do something hard. I needed to and the thing is like I didn't I didn't even I didn't anticipate the project being 10% of what it was. 
Like all you see is a highlight reels on Instagram. That, that's not our stupid, our stupid 10 second things yeah, that everybody talks shit about remotely. I know the, the degree of, of yeah. suffering that is attached to it. <laughs> and, <laughs> I like that. But, the, but the thing is, it's like, I wanted it like that. Like the harder it got, it's like, cool. You know, this is, this is what I want. This is what I want. This like, is what I, I want to hurt. I want to be cold. And I want to be reminded who I am. Yeah. Cause it, I feel like you have to put yourself in these scenarios where you're, where well, you have to accept the reality that there that there is no limit to suffering. Like there's no ceiling to, to, to suffering. Like you can always suffer more. How much can you suffer and come out on the other side and be proud about it? You know. So like, why? So then that's a great point. Why? Why everybody's like, why just do? Why do that? You can do that in the military. You can just join the military and get paid. Or to I suffer. can go pay money and go for seventy five hours and get four years of training smashed into three days. That's true. As, in regards to like dealing you know, the beatings and. Oh, Metaphorically, they, the suffering attached to it. No, nobody's beating nobody's anybody. Anyone, no one's getting beat up. <laughs> Ish. But uh, man, it, it wasn't just that. It, it was I didn't like I didn't know about the classes. I mean, halfway I didn't. Pay, I just I just signed up. Like, yeah, this looks fun. I'll go do this. Yeah. The amount of internal growth, the level like of, of pers- perspective alignment that was created. You can ask my wife. Like I'm completely different. Person. Ask my mom, my wife. You could ask my kid, but he doesn't really know any better. Yeah, but you know, like it. Well, I, I, I guarantee he's he sees a difference. Oh yeah, Maybe I'm, just I'm much more how to articulate. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah. like I'm, my patience <clears throat> is. I understand why I need to be patient with certain things. I understand that I don't. If it's a square peg, don't force it through the circle hole. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Like take a step back, reanalyze, develop a plan, execute. Don't. Yeah keep trying to just beat your head into the wall to force something to, to fit where it doesn't belong. Um, and then it just, man, really, it, it helped me. Like, to you, to your credit, when we did Toxic Cognitions, like, you know, I wrote my piece, mm-hmm. and then when not there, I heard yours. I was like, it, it gave me that little piece, that little nudge I needed to, like, open up about something. I've told two people in my life up to that point. Yeah. About two people, my mom and my wife. And here I am, you know, 60 hours later, in the, into the project, and I'm telling 14 other men something that I would have never, I couldn't even speak about some of that right, stuff. Right. I, I, I mean, I, thousands of dollars on therapy. We talk about it all the time too, is because like we imagine if we would have tried, if you try that iteration of training, like within like two hours of being there. Absolutely not. It's not the same. You have to be stripped. You have to be just all exhausted. Your you just yeah, have yeah. to be like, I'm here. I'm just going to keep suffering. It's one foot in front of the other. Right. Just keep moving. But once you get into that place mentally, you have no guard. It's just, just at, at the same time, I'm suffering. These all these guys. I know I showed up pretty in shape, and I know yeah. a lot of those guys were not even close to as shape as I was. Yeah. So in my head, it has to be a lot harder for those guys. You know, they didn't. They didn't spend six months in Ranger School. I recycled twice. Yeah. You know, I spent six months. Well, I just had. School. I just had. Uh, I just had Will on. How long was Will in Puds? A year. I, I think he said he he was. Yeah, he was. I think he rolled three class or two classes. And he two was, or three he graduated classes. Graduated his third class. Yeah. See, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's like, funny, but at the same time, that's an attest. That's dude. That's a fucking savage. Yeah, dude. That's because you don't do stick around savage. and not be like, you know what, man? I this go around, I'm fucking done. Could, like, could you here could you imagine enough, like, recycling in ITC like that much? No. Like it's already it's already what a nine ten month program. I mean, at the time that I went through, it was a ten month program. We had recycles come through. I mean, I was only the third class. So there's only so many people that could have been recycles. Like, dude, you have, it is not a, it's, you're miserable. Oh, yeah, yeah dudes yeah. came in, but not many of them, not yeah. many of them came in. And then I don't think any of them actually completed the rest of it. Like, at that point, your body is just 
fucked. Uh, body and the fucking mind, I think. Deal with yeah. it. Do I really want this anymore? It. Is this really what I came here and do I truly You have to want it. So if to, to do 60 days or to do a year in buds, like you're fully you, that, committed. I'm, I'm either doing this or I'm dying. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And uh, yeah, it, it, it's, you just have to want it, you know? Yeah. I don't, but not just want it. Just, it just, it's almost you're cut from a particular type of cloth where you just can't, I can't stop. Yeah. You know, I can't. Like, what do I do if I, what if I, because my wife married me with this perception of like, I was this, you know, getting up at 4 a.m., going to the gym, training, eating right, working mm-hmm. hard, blah, 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 yada, 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 like alpha, whatever, kind of, but I was just tough guy. Like, I wasn't a true alpha. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't. You weren't doing all the other things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wasn't the husband I, I mm-hmm. should have been. Yeah. I wasn't the father I should have been. You know, I wasn't the savage servant that my family deserved. Mm-hmm. I was just, I paid the bills. You know, and I get pissed off sometimes. You, d- you did what th- was set as an example prior to you. Right. So you, you think because yeah. you're providing that you're taking care of your family. But sure, you're taking care of your family. But monetarily, they have a roof over their head. They have food on their plates. But where's the love? Where's Not the peace? Not showing up the other aspects of life. Yeah. Where, where's yeah. the kindness? Where's the love? Where's the peace? Where's where's the happy? There was no happy. It was just, all right, I got to go to work. I'm going to be back 16 hours later. I'm going to be an asshole when I get home. And yeah, we're talking about him being an asshole when we're home. This is Fabian. <laughs> Yes, sir. Great. You want to pause? Uh-huh. No, I'll just let it run. I'll cut it. <coughs> Doing good, Joe. Sound good. 3.6, huh? Hmm? 3.6 for that house? Above me, yeah. Do you mind? Who's Miriam? I have a pocket of houses that are. Okay. Uh, a fresh build that are literally like. It's probably a wall. Uh, yeah, I heard yesterday. And I was trying to find a hold of you. Yeah. Okay. Four half, three point six, six two. See, I'm just my my budget right now <laughs> for the one in Vegas is. I told Tristan, like, we're not going over five hundred. Yeah. Like we can't. So we can't so have three. This is going to set us back some more no, days. Like, I'm taking it. That's, Actually, that, that's day, how right? we are too. One day, right? Because our house was in Georgia's was five fifty. I was like, we can't do it again right now. Yeah. That's like, just what I'm at though. Let's just let's just Where get that. You're not going to find. No, I know. Oh, for single family. Okay, five hundred. Yeah, I know. I know that. Especially on, you know, a couple acres. Mm-hmm. But, you know, two okay. years from now. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. You know, we'll see what happens. I don't see. <clears throat> but at that point, I feel like I'd rather just Airbnb. Like, I'm going to go out there for a, year, for a month yeah. and All drop, right. you know, 30 grand instead of. Now, now he's going to play hardball. We should have been there already. What's today's date? The third. The third. That's 10, 11, 14 days late. Cool. It's <laughs> closing by 14 days. That's, that's cool. Sick. Wait a minute, what now? Yeah, it's real estate bullshit. I don't know anything about that, but I know that 14 days late is not acceptable. (laughs) (laughs) On anything. Uh, Regardless of whatever your profession is, 14 (laughs) days late is definitely not. Like my content guy, we got 194 videos recorded. (laughs) Content guy nailed it, but getting it all edited. Yeah. Three weeks late. It's like, well, you know, I have like 17 Mm. guys waiting for this program for me to attach videos to that I got to go tell, hey, we got another three weeks. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, So that's, I mean, it's something that he's, he's teaching me right now. Is don't don't fucking say you're gonna be able to do something in a certain amount of time. If you hello. can't, if you know you can't do it, just yeah. Don't we have a creed? There's pressure. Don't, don't we have a creed that we that we're supposed to follow? That, yeah, that there's like some type of pressure from external, like Byron. When when are you gonna do this? Oh, I, I'll get to you in two weeks. Like no, bro. Like you realistically, you know in your fucking head, you, you could potentially set a take date. four weeks. Set a date and then deliver it by that date. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or add three days to that date and then exactly try to turn it in early. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Anyway, so you were talking about. Um, before I was rudely interrupted, 
by my my real estate deal. That's Friends that's being a that's a, that's aged me fucking five years. Um, <clears throat> but we're gonna we're gonna cross the finish line. It's all gonna be okay. We're eventually gonna get there. Any in a couple couple months, this will all be laughable. Um, right, Josh? Is that how you, what you told me? Like it's all gonna be okay. Yeah, in the long run. In the long run, just not right now. It's just <laughs> right. frustrating. Yeah. Just be pissed off, panicky. <laughs> be pissed off, you know. Yes, cold sweats at night. <laughs> Joe, I got a question for you, man. Yes, sir. So, like during, <coughs> dur- during your ranger stint, right, and then getting out, and then you said essentially like you were the alpha, you know, quote unquote, in certain areas or aspects of life, but not in other. Yeah, aspects. Yeah, it's kind of where I was going to pick like it up a, at. Yeah, nice. if if you could look back on it now, probably not while you were there because you're in it, and you, most people can't figure it out. But now looking back, was there like a reason or justification? that you had for yourself or that you could place on it of like why you weren't following through with all those other things. I just don't think I knew any better. To yeah, be honest, that's to me. be honest, I don't think that I, I just, you did man, the, the role, that, uh, the role models that you had didn't set the right example. Man, I don't want to say that. No, I, that I, that's example, for me. For me, that, like, I'll say that for myself. For I'll myself. say that for me. Like I didn't know. I, I had no idea what a good father Look oh, like. that's yeah, my dad's always been awesome. Do you see, but he was always gone. Like he was in the Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, so, and, and so I'm I not. A, I didn't grow up with my. But like, what is yeah? What does a good father look like? What does that role model look like? The types of men that we are ta- that we talk about being the right. three of us and all of our community talk about being. What does that look like? What does a good husband look like? Mm-hmm. I had no benchmark. I, for me, it was be the man. That was opposite of the, the 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 couple of men that my mom had married. You know, my but mom. Still, my mom found. You know, and like yeah, that's and example. that's a like, good lesson. I, I knew what I didn't want to be. Yes. Yeah. Watching that, my mom suffer which, the way she is, suffered, which is a good starting point. But right. it gives you like but that's a, a general up. perspective. Yeah. But right. then you need like hard hard lines of like what are those things that I do want to be, so that I can go forth and achieve and try to reach those aspects. Like maybe like you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's a vector of what you don't yeah. want to be, but like what is what you want to be actually look like. Like, what are those parallels? What are those things that you would like so, to be? So that's what kind of brought me back what you said is, like, you the way you were showing up before the project and then how things have changed since then. Like, what what did that life, what was your mindset and what did that life look like prior to? It's like, how were, you, how were you showing up and how were you acting then versus? Prioritizing work over my family yeah. under the guise of providing because I thought that that was, my, you know, like, like the I'm 1950s? Providing. Yeah. Like the yeah. 1950s, yeah. dad? Like, yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah. Work, I'm not, I mean, 16 hours a day. Yeah. yeah, and a two-hour round trip. You know, I'm 18 hours a day. I'm home. I'm pissed off. I eat food. I go to bed, or I get wife butt. Then I go to bed. And then, yeah, and then, <laughs> but then, and you repeat the process. But, uh, but at the same time, I was a dick. I was an asshole to everybody in my home. I mean, my my, and the minute I walked in, I could almost feel the energy of the house mm-hmm. just wither away because Dad's home. Because you suck it out of the yeah, suck and, it out and of that's house. not. It. How awful is that? It sucks to that think makes about me, because that I, makes me feel money is the only thing you were providing at that point, right? And yeah. security, but yeah, I mean, like, but like it, it, it's. I'm not gonna get it. I'm gonna do my best not to get emotional because, like, I, I can't credit my wife enough for being as patient as she was, like, because she saw the oh, good. She saw the good. Mine as well. Undeservingly patient. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and, you know, and at this point, my my son had moved in with us, or our son had moved in with us. You know, and, and which congratulations by that's super fuck. That's super you cool. Know, like, but when you know his mother and him left, I left a giant hole. I was yeah. like, I got to be super dad. So every time I'd go home once a week, I mean once a month, excuse me, for a week, I'd fly from North Dakota to Texas and I'd spend ten days with him. Mm-hmm. But I was just fun dad. 
hey, let's go to the arcade. Let's go to the whatever, you know, and we went and did stuff. Yeah. I, did, I wasn't dad. You weren't teaching. Right. Leading. I wasn't teaching. Yeah. I was just like, hey, this is the fun stuff we're going to do. Yeah. And then uh, when he came up and I had to start being dad, I didn't, almost didn't know how, you know, and, and when he wanted to hang out, I'm like, but I'm busy. And then he'd come a little bit later and then I'm pissed because I'm irritated with work stuff or I'm, I'm, I've been up for the last 20 hours working on some project for some asshole in corporate oil field America. And, and he'd want to hang out and I wouldn't give, he'd give a good example. I spent five months away from him. That's the longest stint I've ever gone in my life. But I, w- I did that because well, I'm going to get him this summer and then I have him for two school years. Mm-hmm. So like to me, in my head, I justify skipping spring break. Yeah. You know, which is a wrong answer. Yeah. But Fast forward to when I go down to get him, the first fucking day I was home, I spent 13 hours on my laptop. 13 hours. He walked up, hey, Dad. And, like, this is my first time, like, this is my first day. I saw him that evening, obviously, but that, that was the first day I had with him in five months. You know, and, and, yeah. and I'm sorry, buddy, I got to finish this up. Give me 10 minutes. Fast forward, you know, eight hours. And even my mom's like, Joe, what are you doing? Like, this isn't, when I, because when I come home with him, I'm always like, Hey man, let's go do stuff, you know. And then I think I had a, I'm gonna have a mental breakdown because like it, it was just that first day, and then the second day I spent another twelve hours, and my grandparents show up who I haven't seen in eight months, mm-hmm. and they're just sitting in the living room, and I'm in I'm on my laptop, my headphones on, in conference calls with a bunch of asshole engineers talking about shit that they don't even need me for. <laughs> they didn't even need me there for this stuff, you know. It it's a boundary issue, basically. It was a huge boundary issue, uh, but it's a boundary that allowed them to cross yeah. you know and, and i didn't put my foot down ever yeah. because it's just it's corporate you know oil field stuff it's these things need to get done and if i'm the project coordinator and i run this office it's my responsibility and obligation and duty to facilitate what is required but at the same time not at the expense of my family okay yeah and that's i was gonna say it's, and see that because that's the big <laughs> that's the big lie that we tell ourselves that you cost. have to do this stuff right but the reality is when it's all said and done and we make it to this proverbial finish line, which doesn't exist, but you know, down the road in life, this, this finish line, it, it, is all those engineers would be the ones crossing the finish line with you or is it your wife and your kids? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's your family. Yeah. You know, and, and but they, are they even going to be there if you don't get your shit together and create boundaries and, and actually right. pour into them and with love and compassion and all the things that you need to teach them? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know how to reply to that, man. I, I'm not, I'm embarrassed looking back at who I was. Yeah, it's me. I, I am. I think I'm, all of I'm us. I'm genuinely like, embar- yeah. like and I, I, I still apologize to my wife. Like, I'm sorry for the, you know, the last 12 months. I'm sorry. Yeah. But like, I'm t- like after the project, man, like everything, it's like almost something shifted. The clear, clarity. You know, like she had this perspective that I was like this, you know, like nothing's going to break me yeah. kind of man. And I knew that if I had quit the project, like how can I look my wife in the face and tell her that I, I was the, I was that guy? Yeah. How 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 am I gonna? And every every if anyone tells you they don't think about quitting, they're full of shit. <laughs> yeah. Full of fucking shit. I thought about quitting every damn every every time Steve opened his mouth, I'm like fuck, fuck this, I'm done, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. But you know, and then I you know I don't. But do you know do you know when Mario thought about quitting? Probably when Steve threw his backpack in the. No, it's actually it's actually face. a fun it's actually <laughs> funny. So did, did you see the the picture of me sitting in the pit just like looking down like all sad? Maybe, probably. Yeah, so we had our shirt I think it was after like an ice bath and stuff. We were like but we were just sitting out there and I just I was just like I think I want to quit. 
I, I put them in a cigar shape and uh-huh. just with their backs to each other because they were just all they were just ate up. Oh no, I, I watched. Mean, ate, ate up <laughs> we at, all watched. Ate up as a football bat, man, the whole <laughs> time. Watched. And I was like, you know what? I think they need some time by themselves to work their shit out. That's what the and, pit's for. And so we yeah. put them in the pit, and it was like it was like what dusk. It was, and yeah and so the, it was cold and the wind was like the sun was setting so and they were wet, so was, yeah. They, were wet. Yeah, yeah. So they had no shirts on and we just set them in a cigar shape out there in the pit back to back to let them and i and i backed everybody off because i wanted them to kind of quietly whisper each other to like figure their shit out and there's a picture of mario and he's just sitting indian style on in the pit and he looks so sad i'll put it on screen for everybody he looks so sad he said <laughs> that was the moment he was like Fuck this. I, I want to go home. Well, you should yeah. frame that picture. Huh? You should frame that picture. Yeah, you yeah. should. Yeah. It has like that yeah. reminder yeah. of like, hey, man, I almost fucking did. I had a, a glimmer of a thought. Yeah. Yet I did not. Yeah. And so like you can, you know, you know you can fucking persevere. Yeah, it could be like a reminder. Yep. Yep. It was just, it's just funny. What were you thinking? <sighs> Fuck. I think, I think because everything was kind of like, we weren't doing anything. I think it was just kind of like, almost like shit was catching up. Mm-hmm. And you're like, fuck. That's the pit does, man. Yeah, dude. But we were just sitting. But you're no, suffering at such we, a low. But pace. we we weren't actually in the pit though. We were just sitting there. <laughs> well, that's still the pit. Oh, I know, but it still sucks. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. still, yeah. it's still, still sucks. The energy is sucking out of the ground. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, even just the name, the pit, already makes you just. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But at the same time, when you finish, like the pits where all the self reflection took place. Yes. Yeah. It's where yeah. all the genuine light. Because the first time in your life, you don't have to worry about anything. There's nothing to worry about except what you're doing right there, and it, and it, it gives you clarity. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you're like, I don't have a phone. I don't have a watch. I don't, I don't have any. Time it is. There's no time it is. I don't know what's going to happen next. So it's just yeah. me and my fucking demons. Yep. What yeah. type of man do I want to be? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Good little, good little insight. I really, I really think that there's, there's a lot of... There's a lot of growth attached to physical <clears throat> suffering and, and the reflection that takes place in that, the physical aspect of everything we did. Like, it sucks, sure, yeah. You know, you know keyboard warriors can say what they want mm-hmm. on Instagram, but they just don't. If they don't get it, you just don't get it, dude. Yeah, and I don't have to tell you, man. You don't get it. You can run your mouth all you want <coughs> while you fucking sit there and eat Cheetos and play video games in your mom's basement into your 40s. Like, I don't, I don't, I have enough to support you. I don't care. I don't even acknowledge it because you don't get it. You just don't get it. Mm-hmm. You're not cut from the same cloth. You're not going to. You just you don't get it. You're not the kind of man that's going to build America. So, um, so and it's kind of amazing. Like I, I watch, I watch the graduates and what happens to their life afterwards. Just the networking alone, mm-hmm. like just the people that you have like in your network, um, and that kind of led you to joining us on the coaching staff of the Agogi. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, what's that? What's that experience been? Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Like originally when I when I, we had talked on the phone, I you wanted to join. I wanted to join. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I just need because I mean I'm back to corporate, yeah, yeah. you know, and I'm just yeah. like and I'm st- another fucking rat in the rat race. I wasn't yeah. like lower man. I was like upper middle yeah. management, but you still you get shit on. Yeah. You have to explain to these guys why these guys are fucking up, or We're, anyway. And I just I just was over it, you know. And and at some point everything shifted, you know. I I. I in a meeting, and in a, a kickoff meeting, mm-hmm. you know, like plant manager, engineer, these a big meeting. I said, you know what? Close my laptops. I fuck this, and I just walked out. I quit. I, like, I quit. Like legit. I opened the door, walked out of the fucking. And you were making, and, and just, and just for everybody to, to to hear this, you were making like high six figures. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, middle, lower, middle, middle, the lower end. 
high. Just say it. I guess. Com- it's com- not high, high. No, but compared to compared to people, what people's perception oh, is, yeah. Yeah, is fucking case. good. Yeah. You were you were not wanting for no, much. No, no, yeah. And um, but I it just five six times a national average. Yes, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably. I don't. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> what is the national? Was the nat- thirty-six thousand? Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. That's, totally. what like <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like ten times. That's it. But that's my exact point. But yeah. my my point is is like unless all the other areas in your life are good, like money don't mean shit. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Because my 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 home was unhappy. I was unhappy. I was unfulfilled. You know, I could send my wife anywhere on the planet. You want to go to Paris? Maybe I'll send you to Paris for a week. But I got to stay here and I got to run this office. You know, it. I just had enough. So I, I closed my laptop. I walked out. And I had no idea what I was like, fuck, what am I doing? Yeah. What am I doing? Like, I don't have a backup plan. I don't have this. I don't have that. Oh, we're talking about the Agogi. I'm sorry. No, you're okay. So, but that was, that, I think it was within that, that, that helped me give me, the Agogi helped me make that decision. Mm-hmm. Because when I started working and talking with other men about their problems, it helped me stay aligned with the things that I need to do. My obligation, not obligation, yeah. my privileges to my family. It's a privilege to get up and provide for your family. Yeah. It's, it's, you should be, you should, if you don't wake up with a smile knowing that you get to provide for a woman that has your back through absolutely anything and for a son or a daughter for the, in whatever case that you're going to be able to mold in a way that they don't have to have the same hard lessons you did, that you get to pass on something to them that is worthwhile. Like, I'm not passing off alcoholism to him. I'm not pa- passing off an addiction problem to him. I'm, I'm passing off guidance on how to be a good man. Yeah. You know, you, you defend your home, provide for your family, love up your wife, love up your kids, and just pay your taxes. Go to work and just build. Just keep moving the needle forward. I don't get me wrong. I don't I'm, like taxes. I'm, I'm going to try to not pay my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know what I mean? I, 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 I get what you're saying. You know, I mean? you know and, and, and so when I, I quit, and, and excuse me, backpedal again. So I was talking to you on the phone. I had every intention to join because I just yeah. I just needed that again because like I, I slipped back into that, you know. I, I started slipping back into it, and it was hard for me to pull away from it because the money was so good, you know. And and I felt stuck. And so when I talked to you, and, and you offered me a job, I was like, "Oh, absolutely!" You know, cool. I mean, that's a lot more than I was anticipating. I was just here for the two Zoom calls a week, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. I just wanted like I just need someone to help me reset myself every other week, you know, every week. And now, man, I get to do it daily, uh-huh. you know, and now it's just where I live. It's not something I don't, I don't want to say I don't need help. I, I genuinely believe after the project that men absolutely need a tribe. Yeah. You can't do it. Cause I was, I was doing it on my own. I'm in North, I'm in bumfuck North Dakota. Well, that's you know, one, like, I think that's one thing over, uh, you know, when you talk, when you talk about, let's look at the macro plan of, of demasculating men in America, mm-hmm. right? What, what, what was really big? pre-70s lots of men's groups in various different ways whether it was through the church whether through whether it was a community whether it was um you know a lodge or something like that it was very normal for like certain days of the week that the man would get off work and then have to go to this thing and commune with a bunch of other men Mm mm-hmm but that's not a reality. No, anymore. it's not. It absolutely should be. Like, but it, it was like should be. The, the 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 majority of the population of men had that. Now, is there still things like that? Sure, but it was it's way less common. Mm-hmm. And because of the phones and Insta, Insta, you know, internet and things like that, it's 
they've given it a, they've given the opportunity to pass that by mm-hmm. because oh I could just do this or I just need this well, they or just fill it with something else they fill it with they, some they bullshit fill, they fill bullshit. their privileges to their families with other bullshit that's yeah. self induced like yeah. you're selfish yeah you're a man provide protect and love them but up. like you like, said to the tribe thing like we we absolutely like you know you take away society how what did men do they would get together they'd meet and then go hunt fucking animal together right with sticks you know with sticks yeah now like we have we places Fuck that. Okay. and, and, and granted we have granted, gluten allergies now and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. mean, we used to fucking kill giant tigers with fucking sticks yeah and now you can't eat a fucking peanut you know? <laughs> i mean the peanut allergy might be a little different but you know what i mean yeah. I, I i agree but that but you're right that is that is the point and then when you're out in the jungle or out in the woods with a, a group of men you're like hanging out so that was that was one thing I, I forget where I heard it, but that was like there's a communication and an interactual bonding that mm-hmm. is a very stark difference between men and women. Yeah, and men typically we need to do something, right? Like I invite you over to my house, and even though we're not mechanics, like maybe we're fucking wrenching on a motorcycle or we're gearing on an engine to a car, and then as we're moving the mechanical aspect of whatever it is that we're doing, then we talk a little bit. We yeah. open up a little bit. We yeah. just don't, you don't come to the house and pour a bottle of wine and sit in the bathtub <laughs> together and fucking talk about our day. It's that works like, for them though. Like, yeah, but men need a yeah. communal thing that they're doing. At, and that it begins to, to be start to crack our work. shell to open so, up. It has to be work. It's work. So it's, Usually, it's, it's funny. Work. Like I'll have somebody come over and we'll get to talking about something. I'm like, oh yeah, the Jeep is having this issue. And next thing you know, we're out there. Figuring so, it out. We're out there. Fig- like, well, let's just go. T- like, let's go fuck with it. What are we doing? Let's go yeah, fuck with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Let's go look at it. You know, or there's an issue here. Like there's, you know, whatever it, it is. Um, but you're absolutely right. There's like this when you inherent need. That. There's an issue. There's a big fucking issue. It's well, it's a gap. It's a gap in your life. You have this huge gap in your life, you know. And Allie's been real because because of how busy I am. But that's the reason why, like, you know, I I like pouring into the project because it's not just me pouring into a group of men. I mean, I get the same thing because yeah. I get to be with all of those guys. That, that's why I go to the project yeah. still. That's why I, I, I love being a part of the Squire or right. the Crucible or the project. Like, that's anything. my... We're about to run it in two weeks. Yeah, there you go. Like, like, the, the Crucible in two weeks. We'll be right back here doing the same exact thing. The And then, like, today. Today is a beautiful... Like, I've, I clear my... I, I get to clear my schedule. And then today, what do we do? We had... I don't even know. How many guys were in the gym? 20 plus. Oh, dude. Like, 20 I'm, dudes. I anticipate there being that many people. 20 <laughs> dudes in here. And that... that and dudes that volunteer for no payment to come to help support the tribe. squire program it's tribe right and then it's like they're like what are we going to do well we're going to show up early we're going to work we're going to get a freaking workout in you know start moving equipment around and then we'll start moving equipment around so like we get in there for two hours the some of the young guys the young men that already graduated squire come to help so they want, of course you know they want a shot at the title so we get to roll with them and, and beat them up a little bit <laughs> and then um beat you up and, and then yeah, beat me up, Got and today. and uh, I did. I, little kid caught me in an armbar, <laughs> sort of, <laughs> sort of. Um, and uh, and what a what a beautiful moment. And then I had a I get to have a, a really beautiful, um, uh, intimate moment with Malachi talking about you know fa- yeah. being not having a father, growing up without a father, but then. Him, you know, kind of realizing what type of man he wants to be as he's entering ad- adulthood, and like, Do you get holy, in the right place, bud? holy shit, what a better freaking place to be around, right? Like you're in a room, 
Yeah. You, you, you have access to all of us. You have access to all of us. And that's what I told him. I said, we're, we're dude, I said, not, I said, same, but not said exactly. kid, you've got a, you've got a, a way ahead home. of us. Way, way we didn't have my shit together. And, that, and that's what <laughs> so, still old. working on it. And I'm, st- oh, I'm not gonna be, but <clears throat> but that's what I told him. I said, I said, here's the deal, dude. You're putting a lot of pressure on yourself. It's like we didn't have these role models. We didn't have these guidelines. No. You know. But the, my point to all of it is, is like how awesome it is it to be in that gym with that group of men lifting weights by itself. Yeah, it's just it's, so awesome. It's, it's, it's uplifting. And then it's, tomorrow. We get to create the whole the whole thing over oh, it's and times 100 tomorrow. to text yeah. to a whole nother level to a whole nother generation of young men, like and then and, help their fathers understand their role. You know? Yeah, I sometimes mean, sometimes I do. I, I think that, and you saw that last Squire program out in out in uh, Blacksite. Yeah. But uh, I I think a lot of times the Squire program, and it was for Ed, um, who's running the logistics here. Um, he said the Squire program was probably more beneficial for him than it was well i fucking hope so no that's how it should be i mean they're the ones ones leading the home again i say supposed to be absolutely will be right but they need to like implement the tools and stuff that they're gonna learn because it's it's one thing to show a kid how like you show him the way yeah but if he doesn't have that guidance he's gonna he's 12 11 12 13 they're they're gonna get influenced by their friends at school they're gonna get influenced by the internet they still need that solid foundation the influence should be from the father right but when they get home they, they, they're being raised by by a family that lives by a particular yeah. value, yeah. A, a particular trait. Like, this is how we live our life. Yeah. We're good people. We do right. We take care of ourselves. We stay in shape. We live by a code, live by these values. And if you don't, that's where you're going to end up. I mean, look at, I'm not going to keep rambling about that, but like it, that, if you don't have that, you're going to end up like us in your mid thirties, pushing 40 until you finally get your shit together. If yeah. that you even get your shit together, you know the, I mean? the, the gross like majority of them don't. And then the they make excuses. They make excuses. Why did you hear? Do you see my rant video? I got pissed off of the internet. Probably. I saw it. I've seen it all. I uh, do. This guy is drinking half a, half a handle of freaking vodka. He gets in here. He's like, I want to be, I got two kids. I want to be a better dad. And he's like, and he, uh, he, um, you know, I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm, I commend you for reaching out to me. Right. Um, and he goes, I'm like, okay, here you go. This is what we need to do. I was like, you need to get in here. We need to start setting some goals. We need to start setting some guidelines of like what your do's and do nots are some non-negotiables. Right. And then let's build a plan and start executing. Yep. Join the mentorship group. Yep. Went off. You're a scam. You're scamming people, blah, 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 blah. And talking about it, it was just too expensive. Two ninety nine a month. Stop drinking, bud. How much ha- money are you gonna save? You half a handle drinking? a day, bro. Calculate that out. That's, like, that's a even penny. if you cut that to a quarter handle a day to start things off, that should be enough. You know, right? Like, but that's not a. And, I, and I just went. I just went you're, off on them. You're, but you're, you're consciously choosing, right? This toxic, this toxic thing you're that's, doing that's bleeding your family out. But unfortunately, sure. that's what men do, right? They just make the, like the gross majority are just gonna make excuses, like Mario's uh, not to throw. I don't know. Hopefully your friend doesn't listen to the podcast. I don't care either way. He needs to hear it. Okay. So you had a cop. Yeah, he doesn't need to hear it. Um, you had a, a former uh, law enforcement officer, right, that uh, yeah. I forgot what it was, smoking or something? Yeah. He's overweight. He's overweight. He, he Since he graduated, he's been gradually gaining weight, just like yeah. we all do. It's the same thing I did. So 
I reached, he reached out to me, asked me how much it was, like what, what it's about, everything. So I explained everything to him. I told him the price. He said the same thing. Sm- he smokes, he vapes, and whatever. Does both. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> he stinks and he's a nerd. <laughs> so he, I told him the price. He goes, bro, I don't have $300. And I'm like, okay, stop vaping and stop smoking cigarettes, and I can guarantee you'll have $300 to pay. Or just cut one of them out. And I was like, yeah, he, he goes, um, he says something about, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm spending it on cigarettes and a wedding. I'm like, okay, so you stop smoking, you fucking lose weight, you look great, and or you look great and you look great for your wedding. Like, how, why do you not want to fucking do that? And then he just never responded. But to here's me. the thing is like, and, and I love the book. Did you ever read, Did before the project, did you read Outwitting the Devil? Yep, that's, that was my favorite one. Isn't that amazing? Did you do the audio one where they did? I did the audio it's, it's one. Better. It's yeah. actually better. I did the audio I like one. Like how they have the, the devil has his own voice. <laughs> yes. Like, that makes yes. it work really well. But when he, and that book is so old, man. And, and when I, on. It's spot, spot on. Spot on. When I, when I heard about the control mechanisms of all those, like the, how they use vices to control you, mm-hmm. it made me go like, done. I'm, I don't want to ever be like, fuck a vice of anything. Right. Like I'm out, bro. I'm like, I'd. I don't want to be part of that system. And that's when I hear, like, when I hear what that is, and when guys DM me and I hear those excuses, I'm like, fuck, dude. I just want to shake them because I'm like, They're still matrix, man. Yeah, bro. Like, break free from that shit, man. Like, there's another way. And it's just, oh, God, it's frustrating. It's frustrating because I... It's frustrating because they're going to pass that on to their children. Yes, and then that's the next. Generation it's like how do we America. how do we that's make the next the, generation society? So how do we fucking cut the head off? Yes, right. how, so how do we make this it? thing better? If you don't like it, you didn't like what you received, yeah. and you're bitching about kind of where you are right now, and then you look at your children, right? Like this is what we were talking about the other day. Is like, yeah. what would you value in a man, someone who's your friend or someone that you would look up to? Like, are you teaching your child those values? Yes or no? And more than likely, you're probably fucking not, or you're we, not, or you're accepting a lack. In those characteristics, because it's your son, yeah, and, or you're just too fucking lazy or not intelligent enough to figure it out. Now you're going to create another generation, and then you're going to leave it on that kid or it many of those kids. To It'll be, get progressively worse to be those ones to figure it right. out. Right, right. Like you, there's no, there's no, the can down the road, man. There's no right in the ship if we allow that. If we allow right. all that to continue, huh? And that's oh. and that's where I feel like we've just like, with the agogi with Josh. What would Josh? And and here's the thing: not to be, and, and we're not hypocrites because I've done it all. Dude, I'll raise I've, my hand and fucking own up to whatever you everything. want. Everything. You know. I've fucked Go up all kinds of shit in all kinds of areas. I drank. I overdrank. You know, I ran around with women. I did all the. Th- I did all of it, dude. I did all of it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I get it, but I just made a decision to be better. And how much is life better? Oh, it's harder. Yeah, but it, it's harder so you can have that better. Yeah. It's harder so you can it's create ex- better for it's your kids. exponentially better. Exponentially, but you get better, so is it really harder? That's what or are you just saying. leveling up really, the level of, of no, evolution. Like, yeah, it, life is harder because because you're constantly doing pushing the needle. You're constantly doing hard things. Life is do better. Exceptional things and have exceptional right. things and beautiful things and be able to do fun stuff. That's the hard work you're putting in, is so you can benefit really greatly. Because I think of the I, uh, uh, Andy Garrison, one of our tier one clients. You know, he was he was having a rough week, and uh, and it was kind of it was kind of cool because I said. I said, well, yeah, you're having a rough week. You could be back at your old, old corporate job um, doing that job, yeah, getting getting underpaid yeah. and um, going home frustrated to your wife and being miserable and being unhealthy. 
And he and he like responded back in voice text. He's like, "Yeah, fuck that." That's I all said, it needs though. Sometimes. Yeah, I said, "Remember." I said, "Remember, you, it's you had a rough week because you intentionally are driving forward and making your life better. That's why it's a rough week because you've got the foot on the gas. Mm-hmm. That's why you had a rough week. But look, but if you take a step back, you had a rough week because you chose to have a rough week because you're tr- you're growing your business." You're dating your wife. You're being a great father to your kids. That's why it was a rough week. It's it's for me. It's not so much that it's rough. It's hard, but it, it's doing the hard that creates the good. Yeah, you know. And then the hard is not really so much hard anymore, but it's just because it just becomes who you are. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know how to not wake up at four or five in the morning anymore. Take a cold shower. Go do something stupid in my garage. Right. You know. I don't. If I don't do that. I took the L ready for the morning. <laughs> Joe does do stupid stuff in his garage. Yes. <laughs> He's like, I just, what's your workout thing? I don't know. Whatever makes me hurt. And then I finish. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what I, that's what it is, man. I don't have a plan. You actually program for other people, but you don't yeah, program for yourself. But I know what I need to do. Like, I need this particular modality train today. So I'm going to pick this 150-pound sandbag up 100 times and push it above my head in five minutes. Like, that's my goal right now. And yeah. it's going to suck. Yeah. But it's only going to suck for five minutes. The sense of accomplishment beyond that sets the tone for the rest of the rest day. Rest of the day. And then I go get my cold shower because it's North Dakota, so it's cold. It's not like the West Coast fucking cold showers. No. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you. you know ding, I mean? ding. <laughs> Are you California boys out there? Take cold showers. It's like fucking like, <laughs> it's like 70, degrees. 70 degrees. <laughs> so we were talking about this morning. The cold water that comes out of my tap is probably like your warm water. <laughs> yeah, warm water. yeah, I know. It's room temperature. Yeah. And that's not their fault. And it's no. no. They should go just hop in a cold plunge. Then. That's why I have a cold plunge. There you go. But it's just work, man. Yeah. It's just hard. It's so rewarding, though. Conscious decisions and heart. And you remember, I gave that hard over easy talk at the project. I Mm -hmm. give it every every project. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you guys come, anybody comes to Crucible, probably get the same get the same talk. But um, you know, we 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 talk about that, and I kind of bing. Sorry. Um, Can you put like a doing sound, like a (laughs) dong? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We talk about that in in the aspect of. If you are, if, if you are the thing that you're proud of the most in your life, if you look at something and you think back like, oh, I'm really proud of this thing that I did or this thing that I achieved. It was never something that came easy. No, no, no. You didn't fucking work for that. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that you're always like that, that, that is burned into your memory is typically one of the hardest things you've ever done. Like you ask a woman, what's the one of the biggest things you're proud of? I was just of? thinking the same thing. Giving birth. Yep, I was just thinking the same fucking thing. Like, fuck, first of all, let's just be real. Fuck that, right? Not <laughs> something that I ever want to partake in or experience. Let me tolerate you know? them for nine months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just fucking joking. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that is, that, and, and what do they say? Motherhood is typically like the, one of the most things I'm ever proud of. That was incredibly difficult. Not only just the birth, but the whole nine months leading up to it, right? Um, and then what it is, it's like, oh, starting starting a business or be having a successful business. Well, that shit wasn't easy. Mm-mm. Triathlon, bodybuilding show. I did a bodybuilding show in X and I got this. Regardless of the outcome, like they're proud that they they went through the journey and did it. Mm-hmm. Why? Everything that it is. The journey. Is journey. It Graduating ranger school, becoming a raider. You know what I mean? Like graduate, going through selection and getting selected yeah. and coming to ITC. Anything that it is worth anything was fucking difficult. Those guys we have for the photo shoot. Fucking 
George, all the work he's been putting in and all those other yeah, guys. Yeah, over 260 like, to 5% body fat. That's phenomenal. That he's what, a f- what, what was his weight there at the end? Like 150-something, 160-something. Oh, I, mean, I, I, I think he was 160. Like the struggle yeah, he just, to, just to get a, some photos and videos taken. I say just, you know what I mean? Like to get photos and videos taken of you. He's you're, a you're not, though. You know, yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, you're not, like, on TV. You're not winning a fucking gold medal. No, this like, is for you. It's to see how yeah. where you can push your body and what right. you can do. That's a right. struggle. It's a push, and it's fucking hard. Those guys, like, it was brutal for them. <coughs> on the backside, they got that victory of, like, holy shit, I can now do this. I've, what else I've can I do I've been able to achieve this. Yeah. Check in the box. Boom. I think, exactly. he, was, I think he was low 80s, 180s. So he cut off 80 pounds. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Yeah. That's phenomenal. I mean, it's and he it's, looks good. Oh, he looks bro. great. He's his shredded. His physique is really. He's got fucking back abs. He does have back That's abs. Did you thing. see that? Yeah, <laughs> it was it's a, a thing. And I said, George, how did you get back abs? I mean, I coach him, but I was like, how did you get back abs? He goes, I think it was from the the heavy front for so long. Once I got rid of the fat, I actually <laughs> had muscle. I had muscle back. I had muscle back there from carrying the the gut around for so long. Um, but like, dude, he is. I wish I could take the feeling he has and the life experience he has of where he's at today and for three seconds, give it to somebody else and say, this is the, ha- that's all it would take. If you could put that in a pill, yeah. billion dollar yeah. idea. But like, for three seconds, just to give them a it. taste. That's it. So that that's all it takes. So that they could see why it's worth the work, yep. why it's worth all yep. this other thing, yep. you know, because the back end is just like, God dang man, watching him and his family and his kid. And he's coming to Squire tomorrow uh, with his kid um so like yeah how awesome is that that's right because awesome, that's just one more layer of growth there's no mm-hmm. way he would have been able to do that when he first started no you know, so dude. now he's able to provide an his, opportunity for himself his, dude his. i love that story where he tells he talks about his son did you see that when he in the group when he talked about that with that one he, calls in yeah. one of the, one of the mentorship calls he goes uh he brought up his son and he said uh, his son told him dad well you know i'm not like you i like to work out and uh this and that and he just basically like put his dad down saying that he you're doesn't not who I want to be. He, yeah, you're not who I want to be. I don't think there could be anything that would hit a dad's heart and soul. He's like harder than your son. Because, not he, because he's like overweight you. and he can't perform. And he's like, and, and his son was like, I want to do sports. I want to work out. I want to build muscle. And he's like, I don't want to be like you. That sucks. But that's just the honest perspective of a child. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like no filter. He's, he didn't mean to talk he, shit he was about his dad. About he was just it. being no, right. honest. Like, right. hey, man. Guess what he says now? Works out together now. Yeah, he's we'll like he's like that. When I grow up, I want abs like you. Yeah, that's that's a real you know on next Instagram. Like when my say kid, what? Like when my I said that's a real like, on your Instagram. He talks about it, so you can see his transformation on Nick's Instagram. If oh, it's from the webinar. Guys, yeah, it's from the webinar. So if you guys yeah. want to see it, definitely go to his Instagram. Yeah. And check that out, dude. How freaking cool is like to be a dad and to hear that? I mean, that was yeah, just it's, like it's, it's everything, man. Yeah. Like like my wife's in Vegas with with our kid doing her wife stuff and her her bodybuilding stuff and killing then, it killing it by the way oh yeah she's awesome yeah um you know and, and now it's a thing where my, where my kids saying is like i want to do something hard i can't tell you how huge that is for my kid like he grew up in a concrete jungle in houston with his mom mm-hmm. you know she's phenomenal like she and i have a phenomenal relationship she's a great mother That's great phenomenal mother super easy co-parent with single mom college full-time Full-time job. Well, not full-time, but part-time job. Two yeah. part-time jobs. They didn't. She didn't have a whole lot of time. Like, she's school providing, school providing. Well, that's why, there's, that's and, why it's so crucial like that he, you have both roles right. in, in the right. life. Yeah. 
but so he grew up on his iPad and he wasn't really never doing anything hard. He never made his bed. He never had any kind of real structure. Really good kid. Just at his core, just who he is as a human. Mm-hmm. He's a good kid. He's a good, he's going to be a good man. But now he wants to do the hard shit. I remember when he first came to you, were you guys doing, you were like, you were holding pads for him. You were teaching yep. him to box, yeah. right? He was boxing for a little and, while. But you, he didn't initially want to do it, he right? He wouldn't do any of this shit. Yeah. He wouldn't do any of this shit. I had a, uh, an order of bricks delivered. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Just, just dumb fuck fuck games, you know. Like, I need you to move these over there. Yeah, I was so I was I was wondering when I saw that I was like, does he really need those bricks moved, or is he just making him move those bricks from one it's place to work. the next? It's just work. Sorry. Just start doing some hard, dude. Because he had just not. Right, he had never been exposed to anything like that. So I'm gonna throw him in the deep end. Yeah, I didn't help him. Yeah, How do you my, do? we laid them together, but I had him move them for me. It's one of your properties. Yeah, yeah. well, my property. Yeah, but um, and now, I mean, dude, he's. He's cool doing hard stuff. You know, he, he, it, it, the kids adapt that quickly. They just need to be influenced. But also not be hypocritical and, and do it in a way that you're not doing showing Oh, no. Out. Like, he, when we actually started doing, the, like, the real, real, like, work, mm-hmm. he'd come and help with, like, maybe an hour. And then, like, I mean, you can go inside, dude. Because, like, this shit's, like, I love you to pieces, but you're going to get in my way at this point because I, <laughs> I, need, I need to cruise, you know? Yeah. Like, so go ask Tristan if she needs any help with anything. Yeah. Okay, Dad. And then now he's like scurries inside and then finds Tristan, finds something for him to do inside. If she doesn't have anything for him to do, say, hey, go, go draw something. He's, he's an artsy guy. Yeah. He's a kid. He likes art stuff. So like, I'll but go. you're making, you're making a difference. Yeah, absolutely. It's awesome. Absolutely. He's, he's a completely different kid, completely different kid. Just because he's got that male influence. He's got, I'm not, you know, I'm not implying that a woman can't raise a son, but at the same time, they still need that testosterone. They still need to like, Go grapple. Go do something hard. Go. Well, I think that the best way to say it is, you know, mothers turn babies into boys, and then men, fathers turn boys into men. Generally, and that's the yeah. way it's that's the way it's supposed to be, right? You know, and that's why you know taking it back to the agogi, like that's one of the reasons why we 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 named it the. You know, I've been running with the the name agogi for. Geez. What helps that you're Greek? Well, it's yeah, the, but it's like the concept. Cool. But we 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 I used that name for over a decade. And the whole concept of it was just that it was like boys how do, to be a man. Boys, man. boys turn into men, and we have a bunch of men who are boys that need to be turned into men. Yep. And, and I don't mean men as in like rah rah. Yeah, the rah rah shit that people think it's, it is. It's, it's yeah, so much take more the than time that. to be with yeah. your kids. Right. Like spend the time in a little pillow fort, eating a bowl of cereal, watching cartoons. Whatever it takes, man. That's, whatever that, that thing. That's, that's whatever that thing is. No, that's alpha. Yeah. But that's that's taking the time, taking a step back to do something with your kid that's going to create a core memory, regardless of what it is. Doesn't matter. You know, like I've done daddy daughter dances. Love them. Yeah. Love them. Absolutely love I've them. Done. Man. I mean, that was that was. I mean, Josh has got three of those. Yeah, three of them. Three of well, those yeah. things, all different ages. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I've got two older girls as well. Did all that, all the all the little tea party things, and all the. <laughs> nonsense and whatever else and they can come up with a minute you know a minute yeah, to absolutely. Win um but the boys are a little bit different man it's it's uh <coughs> like dimitri man he wakes up and he chooses violence <laughs> he chooses violence Always, i mean his dad was a raider yeah <laughs> but he you know and and it it just shows me looking at this now and being having the mentors that i've had being in the place that i have and, and the work that i've put in in my life I'm like, wow, this kid is going to have an exponentially different life mm-hmm. because of the role models that he has in his life. And mm-hmm. I mean, you saw, well, you, yeah, you weren't here. He he asked, he, they went to jujitsu, so 
they started a toddler jujitsu program. So for two to two to four year olds. Uh-huh. So they just they just it's more like a a, a jujitsu tumbling class. Yeah. Right. But you get them exposed to it it's earlier. Introduction. It's introduction. Yeah. You get them exposed to like, you know, break falls yeah. and mount and side control and just basics. tumble stuff Super with basics. him. Yeah. Um so he did that and then when he got done, she texted me and we were up here all working. And uh, she said, hey, he wants to come back and be with you guys. He wants to be with the guys. He wants to be with the guys. Come on. He's like, I want to go to that tall dad. He goes, yeah, the big the big dad, Josh, <laughs> Uncle Josh, the big daddy. And, um, and dude, he shows back up, and he's like, I'm here. What are we doing? What are we doing? And he's like, all in it. And then James was over there. We were looking at the trail for – we were looking at everything for Squire for tomorrow. And, um, like, he never asked for his mom once. He's three, and he was just in it. He's completely. part of the tribe. He's part of the tribe. Do, yeah. But that's what, in his, like, he needs that time. And she says, like, if I go out of town for too long like that in October, I did that. I did uh, core, the project, and then we did a Johnny Slick shoot all back to back. And she's like, if he doesn't get enough masculine time, he gets whiny. That's that's my kid. He's 11. Yeah. That's my, he's eleven. Like they get to Vegas and they do because he's homeschooled. Because yeah. public schools, that's a whole other conversation. But don't do it. Opt out. Not that can of worms. Like he likes museums and stuff. Like because yeah. he just he likes that kind of stuff. Yeah. So they do stuff like that. He they, he stays busy. He he keeps. They do fun stuff. But three days into being there, I miss dad, and he starts texting me. Yeah. Can we play games tonight? Can we play games tonight? Like he just wants to hang out. Yeah. You know, and then at the same time, if I don't feel like playing video games at the house, would you want to sit down next to me while I play games? He just wants to be Existing in that presence. Your environment. Yeah. Right. right. So <clears throat> he didn't grow up with me. I mean, right. I wasn't absent. I, I mean, I was still relatively present. But when once he started maturing a little bit, being with around me long enough to start understanding, like, this is my dad, he started changing. Yeah, he started. He started being a little bit more tough. He wants to be around me a, lo- a little bit. Like communicate a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, when he does something good, that he's proud of, he's so excited to tell me about it. Mm-hmm. He's so excited. Like, look what I did, Dad. Like, buddy, I'm gonna be proud of you, regardless. Just, just the amount of just doing the work, is what makes me proud. The fact that you 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 can draw, like you're gifted, is another layer of like cool. You know, that's pretty yeah. cool. But it was the work that you took. It was the last four hours you spent sitting down, not saying a word, drawing this thing. That makes me proud. Yeah. Because you're doing the hard thing. Like, it's hard to sit down and do it. Not for him, because he just, that's what he does. Be but, hard for you. Oh, dude, I can't <laughs> fuck, dude. Four no. minutes, I'd be like, okay, I'd be like I'm out. Yeah, I just, I hire people for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm going to go move bricks. <laughs> you say that. You say that. That's that's my time on the weekends. Yeah. I pull my headphones on, and I go lay bricks that's, in my backyard. That's this guy. Headphones that's in, me. and, and like, we eat a whole acre. Weed eat. I'm going to chainsaw. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It's, it's, it's brainless <laughs> labor that I can just. I can just zen out, man. It's back, that's like my zen. It's like it's basically doing. back to the pit is what is what you're talking almost, about. Yeah, almost. It's, like, it's my reset. Yeah, like I know when I need it. And there's there's times throughout the week where like I'll just look at the yard. And I'm like, oh, I wish it was growing faster, <laughs> so I could get back out there. And I don't need to spend 16 hours out there. I right. just need like an hour or two hours. Mm-hmm. I call it like my two stroke therapy. You know, chainsaw, <clears throat> weed whacker, pole saw, and I'll just go out. And it's like, hey, I need to go out there, sweat for a little bit, do something kind of mindless, put my body to work. And then I let my brain, you know, do its it cycle. It gets a break. 
It's like a reset. Yeah. Like you said, it's a reset. Or I'll go out with no music and let, because I was talking with someone about it recently. It's like, we're inundated so much by electronics, whether it be podcasts, the radio, computers, our phones. When do we do any sort of <coughs> dedicated time to just let our brain rest, rest? Well, just, just yeah. calculate data. Right. You know, like, like, so there's a lot of times I'll go do that physical work without any sort of like internal or sorry, external um, aspect to let my brain just do Absorb. its fucking thing yeah. mm-hmm. to process. And I'm not thinking about anything specific. I just let it run its course. You should try that. I'll try it. it. I have done that in a minute. I've been doing that with a lot of the clients now, man. I just, I headphones it up and it's usually an audio book. So that's the thing though. We're getting, we're not letting our, our you know, that, that computer brain, you know, start to. Well, it's hard for an entrepreneur to like scale back like that because you have a Ferrari brain, dude. And you have yeah. not. Yes, that's so why. Like I, the mentor called the other day. It's like my vice is work. Like that's that's yeah. my vice, and it's and it, it can be healthy, but if it's not controlled, right, you could turn into corporate America, Joe, where you're coming home kicking your fucking dog, exactly. Like you say, like exactly. You, know, if you have to find that balance, but like like you, like that's my vice. Like I, I have a 16 hour travel day yesterday. Every single second I had open, like I pull my iPad out and I'm working. Because and like that's and, just what and there's no issue with it no, for you. No, not, yeah. yeah, but now, like for but like, you. Right. Yeah. And that's that's my vice. That's something that my wife's like, all right, cool, we're gonna stop working. Do you think do you think that is you know and I and I've heard from a lot of another a lot of other business owners and entrepreneurs, but um dude, you have a very sorry, erect <laughs> microphone. That's a trend. <laughs> that's a trend. Um do you trend. think that it is like where we come from our military background or do you think it's just a very specific type of military molded it, it reinforced something that was already there okay so and, you think so your opinion is that thing that people have like me that's it was already there it's yeah. already there you it's just it got reinforced did you see it in the team did you see i had was it a thing that i had there too of working yeah yeah okay because like even yeah. even like in high school like Go to school, like playing South Texas football. Like we have, have I'm, I'm a high school dropout, so I don't, I don't know. Uh, well, I, mean, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I don't think it was there. I was actually like, working a lot back then, but <laughs> it wasn't. So, you know, you do athletics every day. <coughs> and you have football practice until six o'clock in the evening. And then I'd go to the gym immediately after football practice. It's just, I was that athlete. Yeah. A few of us, but I've always been. Is that the way back. it was for you with baseball up there? I play a lot of baseball, but I also fucked off a lot. Did you? Yeah. I never got in trouble. I'm not arrested or nothing. But I did plenty of fucking off. <laughs> but it wasn't the same like type of regimented well, I schedule. Off. I just oh, there's definitely regimented schedule. Oh yeah, beetle. that's what I, that's what I mean. Oh, like yeah, 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 yeah. Like you're like school, then baseball school, until whatever. Baseball and fucking gym. That was yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. But like football it, it, or whatever. Yeah. Looking back, I'm like well, that same work ethic I have today is just refined. Yeah, and it's structured in a way where I can apply similar effort, but generate significantly more output. And now that we've gotten older and we're intelligent, <laughs> we want to figure out ways to make this machine more efficient to increase more output. And if we feel like we're not moving the needle, we're not progressing. If we're not progressing, we're stagnant. If we're stagnant, we're falling back. Yeah. And I think for, for men that are in the Agogian like us, it you have to continuously progress. But at the same time, you need to understand that there's a point where you can like, all right, I can hit pause here and progress my family. Mm-hmm. I can hit pause here that's creating all this to go, you know, feed this, this, and this. And now we have it structured at my house. I mean, credit to my wife for laying the law down, <laughs> so to speak. I was working too much. Like, I'm, I mean, even on a Saturday, I'm up at 6 on my laptop. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna go in the garage, do something real fast, I'm gonna go hop on my laptop. And she doesn't get out of bed till seven thirty eight. She's like, You've been in yeah. here all morning? I was like, Yeah. She's like, Okay, so let's go get a coffee and go for a drive. Because she already knows how that day is going to go if she doesn't take control. She just lets you go. You're just going to keep fucking working. Right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So like, and then yeah. it's going to be a negative ROI. Yeah. Right. So, like, the thing is, is, like, that's advice that she's helping me with. Yeah. Because, like, it's, you know, if the needle's not moving, what am I doing? And, and, and the issue with it that I that I have is I get a lot of, I, got a lot, I get a lot of intrinsic value from working. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I do yeah. for my for my own, yeah. like, my own self-worth, yeah. my own soul. Like, I get a lot of intrinsic value and I feel good when I win. And when for me is like moving the needle on, on things on everything. Right. But I had to like, and the reason why that this is like the reason why I talk about it is because the same thing for me, I had to retune kind of what that value looked like. I talked about that years ago. Years. Yeah. I know. Years ago. I tried. Actually, I, <laughs> yeah. I tried to talk about that years ago. Cause he's always, he, Josh was always on me. Like you need to go take a break. He's like, my, I'm like, Let's go put those paddle boards in the water. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, but, now, but now look at where you're at. Yeah. yeah now look at where y'all are. Oh, like yeah. you yeah. have hundreds of men that, that, that you influence to be better. And yeah. by them being better, they're creating a better generation later. And the, you know, the biggest thing that helped me was, uh, was the concept of this right here. If, if I, if I coach you and I say, Hey, if you work, if you work, you're working 40 hours a week, you're making $500,000. Hey, if you, if I, if I tell you how to work 60 hours a week and what to do in those 60 hours a week, I'll make you a million. And you're like, okay, cool. I can do 60 hours a week. That's nothing. Okay. Next year I come back and go, okay, you're going to work 80 hours a week. You're going to make 1.5. And then, and then, okay, I, I did that. And now I'm going to do it, get you to 120 hours a week. And then you're going to make 2 million a year. At, at what point do you go, you go, it's not worth it. When you push me to 60. My goal was to turn that 500 at 40 into a million at 40. Yeah. So, so it, it, you know, and, but that's, that's my point is it's not about the time or the, it's not about how much you're working to trading time for dollars it's efficiency it's efficiency and Absolutely. scalability yep. and that's what i want that's and now like because you know you know i've i got out contracted for about a year and a half and then um you know that's a different story but uh contracted for a year and a half not that something was stolen but you know there's a little bit of a a little bit of a raw deal i did very well yes they took something did very well with it i got the shake hand but it, that was the that was the catalyst in my brain that was like, oh, if I can do that for somebody else, I should be able to do it for myself. And I, of course, I thought it was like six months, a year, I'll have this wrapped I'll up. Figure it out. I'll figure it out. It took me a decade, but you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> but the, the, the reality was I realized that it was going to do it for myself. And, but at that time, it was like, I just need to work harder and more mm-hmm. instead of scaling. And I, I used to, I, I was the typical guy. If you want something done right, you got to do, do it yourself. yourself. Jesus Christ. That's the wrong like, answer. Wrong. No, that was me up until yeah, that's recently. Like, 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 within the last maybe two months, I didn't start delegating. <clears throat> that's a now stupid. Now I delegate. And I'm like, okay, that's, don't, don't you feel like that's it now? Once you break free, free from that that thought process. I just build it with more stuff. <laughs> but <laughs> but do, now our output collectively is, is dramatically higher. more. It's dramatically more. And, you're, and typically what happens is when you when you let go of the vine and you start delegating you focus on your five percent that's your zone of genius and anything that's outside of your wheelhouse i think it's an ego trip though 
Yeah, I do. I, if I, no one, like, if, there's I, no I way part that of it. you can do it better than I can do it. Right. Because of whatever justification measure model I want to put in place. No. Exactly. It's a fucking ego trip. It's a huge ego trip. As soon as you can bust that thing down and realize that there might be someone better than you. There at, is someone better. X, than, Y, or Z, and you're really there's some, good. At, there's somebody better than you at all of it. But like, there's a specific avenue yes. that's yours. Yeah. And you can't cover the full spectrum on your own. Right. But it's an ego trip, and we think we can. Right. Because... I'm the one who can fucking do it, so I'm going to do it. And I, no one else can do it as good as me, and I'm just going to pull the bootstraps up, and that's what fucking tough guys do is we just do everything. No. That's yeah. answer. Yeah, that's going to get you right into an early grave and, and a divorce, and your kid's not liking you, and you'll be working, fat and overweight. 120 hours a week, you know, making whatever a fraction of fucking whatever that is because you're so stressed out, you're taxed, you're above and beyond anything. You're not fulfilling yourself anywhere else in life. That's exactly you're right. giving all of your shit to all your supposed loved ones. Yeah, because you're it's totally fucking fucked. Yeah, that 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 was me. I was I'm recovering a recovering non delegator, <laughs> and I oh God, it's I, I I can almost remember every single time I've said if you want something done right, you do it yourself. Wrong answer. Like what a fucking douchebag. Train somebody how to do it the way you want it, and you pay them accordingly. Dude, you can hire somebody that already knows how to do it. Like hello, enter Mario. Okay. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Like people ask me more like qu camera questions now. I'm like, bro, I haven't touched the camera in fucking years. I have no idea how any of this shit works anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, like, but that's you know what? I don't need to. Mm -mm. For me to be mean to do what I need to do, I don't need to. It's just right. one less stress off you. It's one less stress, and you know what? I'm and I'm and the reality is this. And once I realized it, I was so much more capable of leading and doing the things that I was really good at when I let go of all that bullshit. Yep, hundred percent. And not only that, you give other people opportunity to, yep. to shine That's in their zone of genius. Because like, now he's over here. And right. Look at the people he's going to influence. Right. To cut, to, to, I don't want to say flip, because mm -hmm. that's the wrong, but how many people is he going to influence that's going to help their kids be better? Right. That's going to help them be a better husband, help them be a better father. But if I hold on to, if I hold on to everything, you screw robbed him of an opportunity that would help thousands of people. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So just sharing the load. Let go of the fucking vine, gents. Right button, right seat. There you go. Yeah. Actually, it's a really good. Uh, the simple one. What the heck is EOS? Oh, I if did you, that mm. one. If if you're an if you're an entrepreneur, please read What the heck is EOS? <laughs> it's a shorter book. It's it's based off traction, but it's for dummies. So read What the <laughs> heck is EOS? Delegating. Yeah. I mean, it helps. It really does help, and it's a, it's a, it's a knowledge and perception thing, man. And like, once you stop, once you, once we stop trading our time for dollars, you know, there's just so much opportunity. There's so much money and opportunity in the world. It breaks my heart to see these men just say, "Well, I'm on a fixed income." I'm like, there's no that's oh, oh, the VA guys. You call the, uh, guys. Oh, the disability. Yeah, 100 disabled, so I can't. Like, shut the fuck up. I'm 100 percent disabled. Like, like you can. I have a job. job. Like, if you don't have legs and arms, I get it. No, you know, not it. Travis Mills doesn't have arms, legs, and arms. Yeah, Fuck. you know what I mean. Like, there's plenty of guys, guys out there doing. The guys got. I don't even know how many. What he's all involved in. There's there's some extenuating circumstances that may put mitigation measures in place. Right. About certain things that you may be able to do. Correct. However, yes. it doesn't mean you cannot do anything. Right. And, and to sit there and say that oh I'm this and I'm just this is this is what it is. Like I don't accept that. I'm limited, I don't accept I'm limited that. to this for the rest of my life. I don't. I don't accept that's, that's that like you can't me in a fucking be cage. more. Might as well just put me in prison cell. Like you're you're no good anywhere else. Like um, who is it? Stephen Hawking that like talks to a robot. Is he yes. alive? No, he's, he's dead. dead. No, he's, he's dead. dead. He's dead. Oh yeah. But, um, when did he die? 
Couple, three, I think a three, few years ago. Yeah. Oh, I'm late to the party. Yeah, Sorry, are. Steven. Well, you're not in astrophysics. So. But my point being is, like, the guy talks to talk through a computer, mm-hmm. right? He's a freaking genius. That's a good point. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure. I'm sure absolutely. he got paid. A lot of money. Uh, yeah. A lot of money. Yeah. To just think through a computer. Mm-hmm. Like, but I'm but I'm a vet, and I'm 100 per- percent permanent and total disabled, and I so I can't work. Sorry, that, gents. Like, it, I'm not gonna go down the VA route. Never mind. Yeah, I can't. I'm not. I'm, I have a, I'll go down that route. I'll. Uh, I don't. I just don't want to. I think like, at times, to be quite honest, though, what it provides you is an opportunity, maybe, to be able to do other stuff. Or for your time to be a superpower. Stuff. Yes, it's help you to develop to another like part of your, your down, psyche, triple down, your, your, your quadruple down on top of that. Yes, that's my point. You did the thing. It sucks that you have the the issues that you do. I fucking deal with them. I'm 41. I'm I've, I got like I'm like that that 19 you know or that 2000 Honda Accord, you know. Whoa. With I, I know, but I got like 600 thousand miles on my bitch. You know what I'm saying? Mine's got 300 thousand. <laughs> but literally. but you literally but my point being is is like i get it dude i understand yeah, no, i've totally got all the it. aches and pains man i understand that's the reason why i fucking sit in the sauna i get in the cold plunge yeah. and i and i go to i do all the things that i still do because object in motion stays in fucking motion mm-hmm. you know sitting guess what sitting on the couch and being fucking that's 50 pounds thing. overweight and not doing anything doesn't help your fucking elements at all Mm-mm. and then everyone telling you that they they get it it's okay. That they feel sorry for you. It's, it's okay. okay. Just sit down. No, it's not okay. <coughs> it's not. not okay because you're not happy. You're mm-hmm. depressed. You're full of anxiety. You sit at home and, and you just sit there and think about how sad your life is because which, what are you doing about it? You're doing nothing about nothing. it. And I get it. You're dealt a shitty hand. It sucks, dude. I'm, it sucks. What are you going to do about it? Because it is the hand you have been dealt. and You, you only get one hand in Fold. life. Hold? You only get one hand in life. Hold for the next 40, 50? That's my point. Like, do do that I can something. Hold? Do something, anything, to start feeding your soul in a you know way who, that's going to help you progress now, in, in some manner as a man. Now, granted, I I might have taken it a little on the aggressive side, but uh, the first person who taught me this, and Josh and I did this. We like, we worked with vets years ago, and, um, and and I'll be honest, I coddled them. I was like, oh, you know, and I was going through my own stuff too. That's where the book came from. But I was like, you know, it does suck, and woe is me, and like – you know, patting their back and be like, it does suck. I'm sorry, but you're going through all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. <coughs> it was Carl Munger. Oh. He was like, uh, you know him? Know the name. Know the name? Um, another ranger. Mm-hmm. Big mentor of mine. Um, great, great dude. Incredible human. Right, like really amazing human being. Um, he's the executive director of Gallant Few. And uh, de- pretty much just dedicated, since he left, he did some corporate stuff and then has just dedicated his life into it. He's like 65 now. No. Yeah, bro. Six-pack. I mean, he's in the Agogi. Six-pack, jacked arms, climbs fucking V10 point whatever shit. Um, bikes. Bikes, like hundreds of thousands of miles. Like, ridiculous, dude. 65 years old. Te- a testament to yeah. to your to you guys. Um, anyways, dedicated his life. But he t- he's the one that told me, he goes, he goes, Nick, listen, I get where you're coming from, but what are they actually like? So their life sucks sitting on the couch complaining. Right. Is anything going to change by doing what they're doing? No, you're creating, you, allowance. you regress, you yeah. get further, you get you're further into allowance. that hole. That's basically what he said. He's like, you're allowing them. You're allowing them to continue on this thing. He's like, if this isn't working, 
and you're expecting a different result, like you're just an idiot. Like you have to like actually maybe get off the couch, maybe go start to the gym, go do something, change your environment, change something, change one thing and start executing. And it was really him that got me. And then of course I took it like times a hundred <laughs> and, and uh, no, 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 I've, I've, I've stay on the oh, times no, yourself. I thought you meant for the, the guys you were working. No, with. no, I, t- I, I took it times a hundred. I'm like, dude, listen, if you're going to sit, that works if you, you're going to sit there and tell me that your fucking life sucks, your kids suck, your wife suck. No motherfucker, you suck. And if you think that you're going to get a different result by fucking doing something, by doing same the shit. same shit same every shit. day, like don't fucking message me. Like the guy with the drinking, like you want to message me and tell me what you're doing, tell me how you want to get better. And then I tell you how to get better. I give you the plan. And you're like, no, bro. Like, listen, two, and I've said it time and time again, 299 is not an afford problem. It's a creative issue. And if you have a group of guys like this that are willing to pour into you. Like this ain't a fucking nonprofit, bro. Like I've got to employ people so that they can help you. I tell military guys all the time, man. I'm like, so you want to live in the laurels of your old tough guy days, right? Yeah. You were the best thing you ever did you were, was, was, was. was in the military. I don't really care what it was. Absolutely not. Like, especially if, all of us in the command of arms or yeah. those of us that went after <laughs> special operations. So you did all this great stuff. You're telling me how badass that you were and this, that, and the other, but yet the thing that is killing you and stopping you from living life is life. Like that is the that's, thing that's, that's like what I talked to him. Like that's the thing that's going to kill you. I'm like, but the, you persevered and excelled in war. Like, cool. Your fucking story is great. However, this is what has crippled you. Your crypt, you your fucking live your, life. Your kryptonite is this, civilian life. Civilian life. That's what got the, the Taliban that, and Al Qaeda didn't get you. There's, there's all these but holy civilians. shit, the fucking civilian life is what killed you. The, the stupid <laughs> civilians that you make fun of are the, now the ones that are beating you, and you yeah. can't fucking figure that's out how to excel point. past that. That's a really good point. Those are the ones you're complaining about. They're the ones who are beating. Mentally, you're, physically, emotionally, you're they're you're, you're so badass. You're better than civilians, but then you come back, and then civilians are beating you. That's great, Josh. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That, that was it. Just confuses me. I'm like, and again, it's it's gotten the best of us. Like it's like raise the hand. Like, it's, I've, like I've, I've, I've been there. Bitch, moan and complain about certain aspects. Hundred percent, right? But like when you begin, but to no more. Side, no. I made the decision years ago. I was like, okay, this is gonna. This is not gonna be me. Yep. You know, no one owes me anything. Nothing. It wasn't. It's not the Marine Corps' job to make Nick a fucking great civilian or entrepreneur or great no, dad. A war fighter. That that was it. it. When it. I decided to leave, You're that Thanks, that man. was it. I, they, their their responsibility for me was done. It was up to me after that point. Yep. And they can, and people go, oh no, we served this time and they we deserve this. You can say that all you want, but the reality is, no, they don't. They don't owe you shit. They don't owe you VA. They don't owe you anything. Yes, we all get it and everything, and that's a nice to have. But the reality is you fucking volunteered. You signed up to say, I want to go do this job. And let's be real. The three of us in this room, we picked those jobs because we fucking wanted them. And we wanted to do that job. So don't fucking get it twisted that you fucking are some sort of victim or whatever of of a situation. Because I know for I know for him and I for sure, you don't get thrown to Ranger School. By force. No. You have to fucking uh, volunteer, volunteer for that shit. You don't, you don't go into RIP by force. Once you're in the battalion, like, no, you're going to Ranger School, bud. Well, yes. But, uh, I know what you're saying. But you didn't go, you yeah. didn't go like, you're going to RIP. Right. Oh, no. No. Like, that's, I mean, I wanted to do that. You're going to exactly. I mean, from, from when I was a little boy, I was telling him this morning, it, what do you want to be when you grow up? Be a Ranger. Like, since I was a little boy. I want to be a Ranger like but my, my But no one forced you to no, do that. I grew up wanting to do yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. 
So yeah. like, don't don't on the back end come out and say like, oh, I'm a this and this and they did this, motherfucker. You volunteered. You and fucking you're, volunteered. And now you're feeling sorry for yourself, right? Like, like that's not I the reality that you live in. You, you you can you can deploy away from your family for like, let's say they're big army or, or big big military, not special operations, and, and they deploy for twelve months. That's raw. You, I mean, like, sure, we deployed ninety day rotations. But you, I, you did. Yeah, I know. We did. Jesus Christ. Well, well, no, I know. Y'all don't. Y'all, y'all are different. Y'all, we basically just move overseas. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we would do 90-day rotation, but we would do 90 on 180. So six months, six yeah. out of every 12 months, we're gone. Yeah. If you're in regiment, you're gone. Six out of every 12 months, you're there. Yeah. So you're gone quite a bit. <coughs> These guys are, 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 you know, big army, regular army, or military. My brother did that. He did 12, 12 to 15 months away from their family. Two or, two or three you know? 12 months stents. And, and then they come back, and I get it. You know, it sucked, but you're home. Be grateful mm-hmm. you're here and make something of your life. Yeah. Do something productive. Provide and, to society. And build for a family. God, don't for, wear the shirt. For that's God's, not, that's not yeah. a productive yeah. thing. For God's sake, if, if, if the best thing you ever did was what you did in the military. It's a good catalyst to, for growth. It's, a, it's something good to re- I, refer back to as like this is where I learned a lot about I would, myself. I would not be where I am today if I did not same. if I did not same. join if I not do what I did. But I'll be damned if I'm proud of it. I'm, it's on my shelf. It's, it's proud of it's it. Not, it's not how I identify myself. No, it's not and how it's not, I, and it's not going to be the best thing I ever did. Absolutely not. Not going to. Not a chance. Nope. Vince had a really good story years and years ago. Probably, fuck, I don't know. Twenty sixteen, maybe. Right when we were doing that seminar, the seminar, yeah, yeah, and he was talking about it. he had a, he had a story, and he was like, "Man, the, the I realized at one point in time that I did not want to be the old man sitting at a bar." Oh, I like that one, yeah. And the only story that I had to tell was war stories. Something that happened 50, 60 years ago. It was like the only stories that this guy ever had throughout his whole life. Was like I didn't want that That's to be the only chapter of my life that I ever opened a book on and talked about. That's a waste. Yeah, that 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 is a remember that's a real thing. It's like the whole Tony Soprano thing. Boom. The lowest form of com- uh, conversation is remember when. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't. You're on the grand scheme of things. You're only here for a split second. I mean, you know, if you don't, I, I talk about this. Sorry, Joe. I talk about this a lot. Josh and I were on a team together starting in '09. Yeah, I think '09 to 2012. Basically, when I when we when I got out and then whenever you got out. Yeah, 2012. Um, and, um, I mean, and then we, we started officially working together in 17 again. I mean, we never really lost contract contact, but, um, it depends on what capacity, but like 17 USMC prep came out oh, yeah, yeah. first in, actual in that capacity yeah. in that capacity yep, and yep. official like work, like business capacity. Yeah. Nonprofit work for years before uh, that. that's true. Yeah. The nonprofit stuff for years. Um, <clears throat> anyways, rarely. I mean, rarely have him and I talked about the good old days. Yeah, we don't either. It won't be the spark. We don't, of we don't, we don't either. Never. We're always talking about what's next. We don't. What yeah. are we doing? What are we doing now? What are we doing next? What's the next thing that we're building? What's the next thing that we're doing? You know, what's the goal that we're putting on the board now? Like our conversation is about the future and what we're doing now. Same thing. I have a buddy who's a first battalion ranger. He ended up, I ended up meet, running into him uh, in North Dakota. He's an engineer, petroleum engineer. And uh, he and I don't talk about any of that stuff. We don't talk about shit from regiment. We talk about building companies. We talk about business. We talk about our family. We talk mm-hmm. about 
we don't identify as that. It's part of who you are. I don't need to to relive re, yeah. relive it. Yeah, yeah. Like because it, it had its place. I'm appreciative for what it provided, mm-hmm. and now I'm in this part of my life where I'm growing this, this, and this. That sure stemmed from that, but that's not what got me here. It was all the work between here and there. Exactly that created what yeah. I have today. You know, so yeah, I'm I, grateful I cha- for it, but I don't accredit everything to that because it's still you still have to maintain that work ethic. You still have to maintain that discipline and consistency to a structure. Yeah. You know, you still have to keep moving the needle. And if you leave the military and that's when you stop moving the needle, you get out at what, 22? Let's say you go in at 18, you stay four years, you're out at 22. What are you going to do for the next fucking 60 years? Talk about how cool you were. That's stupid. For fucking four years. Because, like, if, you, if, <laughs> if you're in your mid-40s and you talk to me, and the only thing that you're going to talk about is war stories from 40 fucking or 20 years ago or 15 years ago, and that's all you got to talk about. But I, you're cool. You got some cool war stories, but you're a fucking loser. Kirk actually brought that up. He went to uh, some ranger like, breakfast get together. Yeah. And he almost didn't want to go. And he goes, Nick, you know, he called me today, by the way, he told me to tell you hi. He, uh, he goes, he goes, he goes, dude, I, I, I had to go. Um, and the reason why I had to go is because he goes, I felt like if I, if I didn't go, all they were going to talk about was the good old days. Someone's got to fucking break the mold. That yeah. has a time and place, though. Like, if it's like a rendezvous and all your buddies are getting Yeah, together. but he doesn't want, he doesn't, like, the thing is, is like, what, what do you gather out of that? What do you gather out you of that? You live a little bit with your old buddies. But, I, if, but if, that were the, if that's where the conversation continues, but that's the where day it goes. After, that's a problem. That's, but that's where it goes. But it, it's, it's one thing to give with your buddies and, and, and I don't think barbecue so. Yeah, and sure. Talk a little bit here and there because they but haven't one, seen this but guy why in not, 10 years. But not yet, but talk about what you have going on now. Yeah, you already yeah, know. But, but those, those side What's the goals? The war stories last 20 minutes. No, they 15. don't, though. That's oh, the well, problem. That's, that's, you, that's your a, perception because of where you're at. Okay. Those that don't have the, the same. The ones oh, that are. If, the, if, it's, if, it's a, if it's an all evening. The ones that are, that are 20 yeah, to. Exhausting. The ones that are 20 to 60 pounds overweight. And they just sit around, oh, remember when and this and yeah. that. Remember this kid did this. And, and some of the shit I don't want to talk about. You yeah, know? There's some things that don't need to be talked about. 100%. <laughs> ever. Um. But the reality is he went there and he said it, it turned into exactly that. And he's like, I immediately pivoted the conversation to the next thing. And what we, and that's what he does now. He's the, what do you call, call him? Chief morale officer. The chief I don't morale. know if he still has that title, but I always yeah, I remember know. that. Yeah, chief the, chief, chief, the chief, he's the chief morale officer. Um, but, but that's what he did. He went to, he's like, he, he goes, I didn't want to go because I didn't want to sit around and talk about ranger shit. He's like, but I, I was afraid that if I didn't, if I didn't go, all these men were just going to sit around and talk about remember when. And he's like, I just, it didn't sit right with me. And so I went and we pivoted the conversation and talked about growth and culture. And, and, and I guarantee uh, you every thing. single one of them left there better. And felt, right. and, and felt better and felt f- like and, filled and up. Didn't feel empty because they didn't feel like that that was the highlight of their life. Exactly. They, both, they have something to look for. I mean, you both to. alluded to it earlier, right? About, about coaching, coaching men now. And then the kids will be, you know, coaching and talking to tomorrow with the fathers on the repetitive basis of the stuff that we coach and the stuff we talk about doesn't mean we have it all fucking figured out and we never make some of those hiccups. Yeah. It's that constant reminder a to another individual that like, this is how, you know, they should begin to be leading their life. Mm. And it's a reminder to myself that every time I say it to someone else, I have to listen to myself to ensure, right. That I'm doing the best, putting the best leg forward in my life that I can Mm. to walk that path. Yep. So the more I talk about it, the more as a reminder to my own self, it's like a you know I'm I'm that's teaching and guiding myself right. to continue through that process. You you just you alluded yeah, the, to it that's earlier. what the yogi gives me. It, yeah. it, it, it gives me that opportunity to I have to live this way. 
I can't in good conscience help these men become better versions of themselves if I am myself and not living if, that. If you're being, hip, if you're being them, a hip, but, hypocrite, right. yeah. Then that makes me a piece of shit yeah. and, a, and an imposter and a fraud. And a, that makes me a fucking loser. And then at the same time, how do I look at my kid? <laughs> like if I subconsciously know that I'm a fucking fake. Right. How do, how does how do I feel about my wife internally for her to know that I'm fake? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can't Well then then what happens is then what happens is you turn devices to deal with that coping yep. mechanism and then it just, it just it all, spirals out to and it all spirals out yep. of control. Exactly. You have that's exactly to, right. I mean you, everyone falls off the wagon, but just get back on it. That's it. And you can yeah, it's okay to fall. Just get back on it. That's it. Next day is the next day. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. You know, it own up to it though with yourself. Yeah. Yep. Right. Like have a deep is everything. conversation with yourself. Accountability. Not just, I was talking with someone else about it. acknowledgement is one thing. Accountability is a totally fucking different step. Acknowledgement is kind of like, I did it. Do you have guys that, do I you, did it. Don't worry do about it. Do you guys it. have guys in the agogi that tell, tell you like straight up, just tell you when they fucked up? Yeah. 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 And, and I tell them, I tell them like, dude, like, man, it's okay that, to feed the soul every once in a while, dude. Just get back on the fucking horse and keep moving forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that hits me deep on yeah. an appreciation factor. Right, that like, like that person, they're owning it, owned it. Mm-hmm. But so what then do you, do you chose to share it with me? Do you, I'm like, do you, dude, most people wouldn't do even you own smack him down, or do you just kind of like, okay, that, in a big brother way? Yeah, all right, so, man. You, you know you fucked up. You know where you fucked up. So cool. Develop a remedy. How do we mitigate it in the future? Yeah, and move forward, man. Don't let it drag you down because it, it, it's what's done is done. It's done. How do we fix it? it how is. do we? How do we improve? It doesn't mean that I'm accepting it. However, it, I think water under the bridge at that point it is yeah if it happens again though in the future although again i don't want it to it's not an acceptable thing to have happen repetitively over and over and over however please fucking tell me again because now we have yeah because then there's then there's that there's a bigger problem yeah now we have a communication issue we have a trust factor issue and all that kind of stuff so i don't want to i don't want to give them too much leniency to create an allowance right because they don't want to allow themselves now they're asking for accountability so i can't Allow them to keep it happening, mm-hmm. but you have to have an open line of communication. Not so to, that the, you know, we keep having that. And this is kind of where some of the project talks come into play. But the reason why people self sabotage or they they continuously over a period of time continue making the same falls is because they've got past trauma and shit in their past that they're not dealing with that causes them to self sabotage and fall off the wagon. Continue. Let's talk about it. Yeah, but no one's people accountable. Yeah. But it's like, well, and that, and you you got to deal with your shit. Yes. Yeah, you got to go deal with your shit. Yeah, talk the reason about it, why, figure it out. And the reason why, well, I, I did 20 pounds, and then I, I fell off the wagon and came back. It's because you, you're not dealing with your real shit. You're not dealing with the root cause of the problem. You got to deal with the root cause of the problem. Figure out your emotions. Figure out your past. Figure out your traumas. Deal with all that shit so that you can fucking put that to bed for once and all and move past it. Because it's like a self-worth. It, it fucks with your self-worth. And maybe they don't feel worthy of success. They don't feel worthy to have the body. They don't feel worthy to have the relationship, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So until you can de- develop the self-worth, develop the self-belief, you're never going to achieve the other things because it's always going to come back and sabotage you. Yep. You're, you're going to sabotage yourself. Yeah. But every time it gets to that, that point, it's an opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's an opportunity to move past it. So you have to feel that. Because I, I think that every time you're about to level up into something big, something gets really hard. Oh, yeah. And whether you're going to make the conscious decision to move forward. Uh, tell, me, tell me about <laughs> it. Yeah. Or you're going to fucking fall back. Yeah. But, like, once you get there, you feel it. How am I going to attack it this time? Am I going to yeah. let it beat me back down so I have to build myself back up for me just to repeat the cycle? Yeah. Or am I going to get here? It's going to hit me. Like, no, motherfucker. Like, I'm going to figure this out today. I'm going to do whatever I have to do to progress. 
and then I'm going to overcome it. And then guess what? You're now you're on another fucking level. Now you're going to find something else to conquer. Yeah. Like it's every single thing. And I'm a perfect example of speaking from experience after the project, a lot, dude, everything changed. Yeah. Everything changed because I just, I understood much more clearly what it means to overcome traumas. Like this does not define me. Right. The things that I did does not define me. I can take those things, understand. They're just pages in a book. Right. And yeah. I can learn from them in a way where I can help my son be the evolution of me. Mm-hmm. You're going to be the 100% better version of me. And then your son is going to be better than you. And then you create that within your family. You create that legacy. Kirk did a, uh, that's actually where I learned this from. Kirk, this guy we were talking about before. He actually did a whiteboard when we were uh, at. Um, Raywall. Raywall. He did a whiteboard exercise and he's like, he's like, and he's like, listen, he goes, nothing wrong with helping men. And, and he was kind of like referencing the, the veterans. He's like, nothing wrong with helping men. But let me show you what happens when you change a man's life mathematically. Yep. And he's like, now let me change, let me show you mathematically what happens when you change a young man's life. Bro. Like exponentially, exponential change. You change a, a man's life at the, at 40. It's like one times one times two maybe, of, of like, second, third order right. effects. Right, right. You change a young man's life, like Malachi, we talked about this, the guy was talking to this morning, you're, now you're talking, like, because of his kids, because he hasn't had kids yet, when he has kids, and the people he inflect, you know, infects, and the way that it continues to change, it's, in the, like, the millions. It just, like, quickly yeah. snowballs into the millions. And you can kind of look at finances that rate yeah, too, right? It's, it's like compound interest. It's compounding interest. Yeah. It's like, okay, I got in when I was 18 versus getting in when you're 40. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's yeah. a big difference in those two decades. Mm-hmm. So like we talk about like what we do with the Agogi, like the reality is you want to really you want to really change something? Squire program. Yeah. Like yeah. on a mathematical side of things, you change just half of those men it will exponentially, it would do exponentially better than what we're doing with grown ass men mm-hmm. on a, on a, on a at scale, at scale. So it's a lot of guys to talk to. I mean, if, yeah. n- if not just for yourself, for your fucking kids. Yeah. All right. We got to get back over there. Over where? Thanks, back to the, got the gym, the compound the compound that we're calling it. The squire compound now today, the tomorrow, shop, the shopping mall, the, the, the yeah, <laughs> Uh, Mario, you got anything else? Any announcements? Crucibles. When's this going live? So it'd be two weeks from now. So no. So no. Crucible. February. <clears throat> February Crucible. Uh, February Gogi photo shoot. And, and then. The Crucible's not full. Um, February class. February's not full. No. I think it will be. It's going to be quick. It's going to be as soon as we launch, uh, as soon as 001 launches, it'll be full. Second no, absolutely. 100%. Huh? Second weekend. Or second, weekend second, February. second weekend in February. Uh, 48 hour Crucible. Do you have what it takes, and are you lost? Do you have no clear vision of your path and what you want to achieve? Or do you have a vision, but you just don't know how to get there? That's what we're going to figure out in 48 hours. Um, what else? Squire, next Squire is in April. Yeah, make or, sure you follow or, Nick on Instagram. Hit subscribe yeah. on all of our YouTube channels. Thanks, Help Mario. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> and then tag these guys, too, when uh, these clips go up. Well, they have, like, those little... Like dings on YouTube videos. And well, stuff. this this but could be for Spotify. What if, if people listen on Spotify? That's true. I don't know, dude. You're yeah. a media guy. Yeah, so leave it to me. But yeah. 
Follow Joe. Follow but. Joe on Instagram. He talks about his wife a lot. Yes, that's about all. Her, her yeah, she's hot. <laughs> that's my queen. That's she's my a baby. professional. That's what I will say. I won't say she's hot, but she is a very she is very professional. At being hot. <laughs> at being hot. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Follow. That's, that's my queen. follow Josh. Follow Josh on Instagram. What's your handle, Josh? It's my name. He keeps it real simple. Keep it real. I wish it's everybody me. would just change their handles to their name. Got it. Mine's my name. Josh. It's yours is like Mr. Joe Lupp or something. Underscore. Joe underscore. See, that's where it's, <laughs> it's true. Just be Joe Lupplow. Anyways. All right, guys. Hey, appreciate this. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a comment at the below. And uh, follow these guys. Uh, screenshot this. Share it in our media. More men need to hear these messages. Uh, appreciate you. Love you. And uh, go do Move the Needle. All right. Never quit. Never surrender. Always forward. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace out. <laughs>